Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And Overnight America continues. Happy to have you here on KMOX. You can always call into the show. We're going to take a lot of your calls this hour at 314-436-7900. I'm watching the latest polling numbers in Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona. Um, Nothing new as of right now. As of the latest result, the margin is so thin. 1,900 votes in Georgia. That's how close the two are. Donald Trump still has about a 42,000 vote lead in Pennsylvania as they're continuing to count those. Arizona, the last one came in a few hours ago, and we haven't really seen much since then. But um, they're starting to see that Donald Trump was, well, I take that back. About an hour ago, there was a update, and Biden is still leading by 46,000 there. And you see Donald Trump starting to really narrow that margin. So are we going to see breaking news tonight? I don't know. Text message came in. I just got to, I'll bring this up real quick. It said, on KMOX, you said verification process. Did not the RNC have this under control before the election? Trump in charge. The buck stops here is what the uh, text message said. Every state has their own laws and own regulations on what they do and how they handle these, not only the provisional, but how they handle the absentee ballots, the mail-in ballots, things like that. So it's a state-by-state basis. Not really done federally speaking. I don't think Donald Trump could come in and override the individual states and how they handled their election, nor I don't think you would want him to do that sort of thing. So he's working within the constraints of what the laws are in these individual states. I think that's what you're going to see a lot of times. So, you know, to, to say again, I think the common mindset is it's everything's always Donald Trump's fault. OK, no, no, it's not. I, I think in a lot of ways you should enjoy a president that allows the states to do these things the way that they need to be done and then wants the states to uphold their own law and help the own states can be accountable for their own Uh, issues and problems and accomplishments. He just wants the states to be able to figure these things out, which is a good approach, really. Let's go to our callers. And Joe, welcome to Overnight America. Good evening. Mm -hmm. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah, hi, Ryan. How are you? Um, So let let me correct me if I'm wrong. Nobody's won the election, correct? No, no one has. Right? No, you know, Trump can still win the election, correct? Oh, yeah. You know, he still can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't count him out until he's dead. Uh, However, you know, you you say Donald Trump loves this country. 
did he did he love our country when he falsely claimed victory the other night? Is, is I, that what, you is that to what a leader speech? does? He said, he, he "I think we're going to win this victory. thing." No, he said, no, he said this "We thing. won this thing." He said, "The way I see it, we're we're going to win this thing." If I remember, I got to pull the exact that, that's quote. Not, you're, you're you're dead wrong. That's not what he said. He said, "We've won right, this election." Excellent. Okay. Hold now on. the next Let's question see if I can is: Find it. Hold on. Okay. While you're oh, looking for that, that, I got another on question Tuesday, for you. So, so in Arizona, the the lead is. The lead is narrowing to, with Trump toward Trump, right? Yeah. How, how come Fine. nobody's claiming fraud there? I don't get it. It's only the states where Trump is losing is there's fraud. So only those secretary, all those secretary of states in blue states are are, are criminals. Well, no, that's but actually not true red either states, because no, I'm just, asking uh, you. He said even yesterday that he was bringing a suit up, and he's mentioned last night Arizona was included. So he's been adding states to how they're going to be bringing things up. But you know, that's these are really good talking points that the super liberal networks have been pushing on this, and you know that of course he's going to bring up any litigation that's going to help him. What was he going to do? Is he going to sue on behalf of the DNC? No, no. Why do you think he would sue on behalf of the DNC? Yeah. Why would you think he would sue on behalf of the DNC? (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. Why did he say stop counting the votes? Is that the stupidest thing anybody's ever said in an election? If they stop counting the votes right now, Joe Biden wins. Okay? Because he's leading in Nevada and he's leading in Arizona. So if they stop counting the votes right now, he would lose. Was yeah, I think this is twisting his words. Now, Joe, thank you for your call. And there's no need for that. So if you want to if you want to take what these networks have done to spin it in the trying to call it journalism, let's be honest here. When he talks about these things, his whole idea is we want to make sure we're validating legal votes. So if you're just going to push through and we're not going through a proper validation process, stop it because we got to get someone in here to look at it. That's what he's been trying to do this whole time. But this is what the CNNs of the world will do. No, the only reason he's doing it is because he's a racist. This is what Axelrod said just a couple hours ago. The only reason he's doing it is because he's a racist. If you follow that logic, wait until Joe Biden and the DNC decide to challenge something. Then I guess he, uh, your guys are all racist too then, huh? So this is part of the problem. The part of the problem is they're not looking at this as a journalistic way. You could say... Donald Trump comes out and makes a argument that I think we're going to win this thing, and then everything's blown out of proportion. Um, I'm going to find the clip. I'll find the clip and I'll play it. I'm going to have to go to YouTube and go up into the uh, uh, the president's speech from Tuesday night. I'll play it for you. Uh, let's go to Barbara, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Yes. Um, my friend, she uh, lives in Missouri, which I do too. She's a Republican. I'm an independent. She... Uh, was going to get get an absentee ballot from Missouri, which is fine because she lives in Missouri. But her daughter lives in Iowa, and basically they said they they kept calling, saying on their computer, get a ballot from Iowa, get a ballot from Iowa, get a ballot from Iowa. And she kept saying, no, I'm not taking a ballot from Iowa. I live in Missouri. And this was an absentee ballot. So the president is right. The thing about it is, is she could have got a ballot from Missouri and a ballot from Iowa, and she could have voted twice. But I told her this is a felony, and then she decided not to even vote absentee, and she went to the polls and voted. Okay. 
I think the polling is easily the the best place to do it when it comes to making sure it's a legal vote because you're confronting someone, you're going to have to get a ballot handed to you. So they're going to make sure that either it's like in Missouri, you have your ID or whatever it is, making sure you're you. And it makes it a lot easier. There's so much more opportunity for problems when you mail it in and there's not a strong verification process on the other end, let alone um, if people are being cut out of it. And maybe that's the case. I think Donald Trump's got to submit his proof of why he thinks this could be happening and why he thinks there needs to be an independent look into these things. So I I think this is all to come. I think that they're going to have to do it. Maybe he doesn't, but I think he's going to. And I think a lot of these different states where it's close, I don't think Joe, uh, Donald Trump has to make the case for Joe Biden. That's what the DNC is going to have to do. You know, it's silly to think that um, he's all of a sudden supposed to add extra uh, litigation on top of it to represent his opponent. That's ridiculous, too. So I, people giving him a hard time for it because he's trying to contest these areas that he's seen some of these issues. Uh, Barbara, thank you very much for your call. Thank you. I'm going to pull this um, clip from Tuesday night. I'll play it for you right after the break because I can't listen to this and be on the air at the same time. So we'll take some more of your calls coming up. 314-436-7900 on Overnight America. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michaelsflooringoutlet.com. All right, so I tried to go through the speech as fast as I could. Um, And I was going through it just one more time. So our last caller, I'm just going to play this for you. You tell me if you think Donald Trump said... He thinks he's going to win, or do you think he said, no, I want it, pack up your bags and go home? All right, so here's the end of his Tuesday speech. It's, it's, a, very sad, it's a very sad moment. To me, this is a very sad moment, and we will win this, and we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you. He said, we will win this, and as far as I'm concerned, we already have. So everyone going crazy about him making a statement like that. He's talking to his own supporters in a room that he's rallying to his own people, all right? I think we're going to win this, and as far as I'm concerned, we already have. Uh, I guess you can fault him for being overly optimistic, or you can go on like the MSNBCs and CNNs of the world that are constantly up there making it sound like, oh, can you believe it? Can you believe it? declaring victory and it's not even over yet you know calm down a little bit all right this is just ridiculous uh let's go to roy welcome to overnight america yeah you know the president speaks to the united states to the world and when he makes statements the world picks it up we got we got vietnam we got we got military people overseas with ballots. Is he going to contest those that's got to come in through mail? He is a loser, man. Why don't he go? Why don't he resign and do pack his bags and resign? That's the right thing to do. Every president that has lost the election has came to the conclusion and validated and said, you know what? It's over. Do the right thing. Be a statesman. He cannot do it. Because it's not in his bone. And here you are speaking up for that those people that are counting those votes. There's a Republic there are Republicans in there, there are Democrats in there watching this thing, and he's contesting through the courts. Come on, those Vietnam vets overseas, man, they they fighting for their life. And then they gonna they sending in their votes. 
Yeah, I'll throw a soup. All right, so let me just mention this. Do you no, know how many I, no, you, no, 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 you, no, 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 you're going to have to listen. All right, we're going to pause, Roy, pause, Roy. You know, I want you to listen first, and then if you want to respond to this, you can. It's up to you. In 2016, how many mail-in ballots were casted in the presidential election? They got to be counted. No, no, I'm asking in 2016. I'm just wondering if you know what the number is. No, I don't know no numbers okay, like that. Okay, so this, this, I'm just Hillary, gonna, hold on, right? Hillary, she pause, 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 pause. I'm going to let you listen, and then you can respond if you want to. So just a quick round, 33 million ballots in 2016. Could have been, you know, somewhere between 25 to 33 million ballots were casted absentee, as in through the mail. Okay, 33. This time around, coming into the election, they look at it at over 100 million were cast. Okay, so if you want to look at just the discrepancy of, you know, 70 million extra ballots coming in in a way that is not easily verified like it is if you were to vote in person, there's a big difference between stepping away in 2016 versus stepping away in 2020 when there's a lot of arguments you can make, well, is the proper process and the way that they're looking at those 100 million ballots being done? Um, and I think that's what the case he's got to make, and he is making right now. So what's wrong with making that case if you're afraid of it being, uh, if you want really the integrity of the race, I'll just spin it back the way that these networks have been spinning it. If you're of the race, you should be calling that every single one of those ballots go through an independent audit to make sure they were all validated and there is no uh, discrepancy and there's no question that they are all right. So if I wanted to spin it back at you, I can say the same thing. All right. So do you have a comment on that or not? The only thing I have is yeah, you got all those ballots that's overseas. Mm -hmm. He ain't questioning none of them, but he questioned the ballot. And these people that's doing this is legal, man. These people don't have no bone to, to pick with nobody. They're doing this legal. Okay. And he needs to resign, man. No, he needs to resign. That's all he no. needs to do. Integrity. Okay. Integrity. Be a statesman and resign. Okay. Call I, I hear what you're saying, right? One time for They resign. Thank you very much, Roy. I, I, no, I do understand what you're saying. The, the people that are doing these things are not necessarily in the game of trying to actively influence interfere with an election i totally understand that um now keep in mind too this is something that's always getting twisted over and over and over again but one of the things donald trump has been 100 percent consistent about is that when he gets in front he says all legal ballots need to be counted and he even called out joe biden to say i want you to use the word legal i want you to make sure you're also we're talking about the same thing i think what they see as legal is different i think the dnc sees legal as anyone that threw a ballot the way of a box I think Donald Trump sees legal as, did it follow state regulations and laws? Is it following what is the law? So if there is a discrepancy or question about this sort of thing, what constitute a legal ballot? Is it something that was just thrown at it? Or is it something that follows the pre-written, predetermined law of what is a legal ballot? That's what you're going to see. And that's what Donald Trump has said the entire time. What he is arguing right now is that some of these ballots that were counted as legal are not legal. That's what his argument is. And and you know, this nuanced uh, statement on any of the networks, what they're doing is they're just trying to fuel this fire over and over and over again. As, and they're using uh, his words completely out of context, which they've done in the past four years, putting completely different meaning to it. You can listen exactly what he said here and you can understand these things. 
you got to turn off the the CNNs right now. It, I mean, they are over-the-top crazy when it comes to going at it. I'll just use it again. David Axelrod, three hours ago, when they were giving an update after the president's uh, update speech, said he was a racist for challenging in Philadelphia and Detroit because that's what they do at CNN. This is the arguments they're making right now. You, you can't. You can't look at that right now and say that is the reason why Donald Trump is bringing up his side of the uh, argument. Now, you can question the merits. You can question if it's going anywhere. You can question if he has any um, proof. You can question if it's going out in his favor. You can question all those things. That is no problem. I don't care. I, that's totally your opinion. But you got to stop with the way that this is being twisted. It is just out of control. Uh, let's go to Kim, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Hi, Ryan. Um, I, I want to make some observations, mm-hmm. um, and, and I and I'm not going to be radical like your like the last caller was. It's just some observations that I that I've been seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, you played that clip uh, just a few minutes ago, and my thought on that is he prematurely assumed that he was going to win. Um, and, and my second opinion is that, well, if I don't win this race, I'm going to take my toys and go home. And I just feel like that he is a whiner crybaby and he's he's jumping the gun. I mean, he, for all we know, he may win, but we, we don't know that uh, right now until all the ballots are counted. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with, I guess, a presidential candidate saying that I think we're going to win, and then somehow that's a bad thing? Well, no, I mean I didn't say it was a bad thing. Like I said, I was just making an observation. This is what I mean. I'm visually impaired, so I mm-hmm. I use my ears instead of my eyes. But that you know that's that's just an observation, and mm-hmm. you know so take it for what it's worth. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just an opinion. Yeah, I get it. He's he's coming at it, and he is saying that. Here, I'll, I'll play it one more time. Let's let's. Uh, this is from Tuesday night. It's it's a very sad. It's a very sad moment to me. This is a very sad moment, and we will win this. And we, as far as I'm concerned, we already have won it. So I just want to thank you. All right. Him talking to his own supporters the night of the election. Him saying that we will win this, and as far as I'm concerned, we already have won this. I, to me, if you're going to use that as a way to make it sound like the president is out there and he's, you know, forcing victory upon himself, and the whole idea of what he's doing right now is that we have to count the legal ballots. I'm going to make sure the legal ballots are counted, even if it means going to court, which we anticipated and we are currently in the process of doing. Um, I, this just this is just what he's doing. I, it's just the way it is right now. I don't know, Kim. Uh, but you know, thank you very much for your call. Good to hear from you tonight. Let's go to Amy, who's calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. I just have a few comments to make. My first comment is: the Democrats, they mouth is always in fifth gear, and their brain is in neutral, and they are what you call nihilists. I'm a Spell the word. I saw it in the dictionary. Nihilist? Yeah. Nihil. N-I-H-I-L-I-S-T-S. They can look it up. That's what the Democrats are. My other comment is this. Trump 
it told us that if Biden and Harris get in, we might as well give the country away. And that is very true. Biden has signs of dementia. He's not going to be able to stand the pressure of the job. Miss Harris does have no experience dealing with foreign policies. So, therefore, America will really be in a lot of trouble. And I hope these Democrats will think about it and see that they made a mistake for voting for Biden because he will not be able to take America where it should be. He has signs of dementia. He's deteriorating. I don't know how much more a person can say. Yeah, it happens fast, and you're going to see it more and more. It doesn't get better. That's the thing. And, yeah, just like Trump said, we might as well give America away. And I'm not ready to give America away. I love America. I'm patriotic. So, therefore, we need strong leadership like Parson. I was glad that he won for the governor of Missouri Mm -hmm. because what he stood for. Right. No, you're right. It was very Uh, important. Very good, Amy. I'm glad you uh, called in tonight. And, listen, we got pretty wide range of opinions on this so far. There's a lot of emotions that are still going on. I'm quite impressed that you're not completely drained point. This has been a hard thing to do. If you want to call in, we have a couple of lines open now at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. And I see Helen and Jeff holding on. Call in. uh, Get in on the conversation. I'd like to hear from you. It's Overnight America KMOX. KMOX. We're going to take a lot of your calls here. And since it's the last late night show of the week, it means that we're going to keep it open as long as we can. So don't be shy. 314-436-7900. About a minute ago, some Pennsylvania results came in. The margin continues to narrow. Donald Trump is still leading in Pennsylvania by 36,567 votes. But that is, um, he lost about 5,500 since the last update. So he's losing them pretty quick. This is going to be quite a night. I I wonder if they'll get any 100 percenters in tonight. That's what I'm wondering, because, you know, like in Georgia, they're at 99 percent. Nevada, slow, 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 slow in Nevada. Uh, Pennsylvania, they're at about 95 percent there. So they're getting there. Uh, Helen has been waiting the line. Welcome to Overnight America. Thank you, Ryan. Um, I'm a steady listener to your programs, and I feel like I've learned a lot. Uh, I'm a voracious note taker. Uh, Wednesday morning at 1.30 in the morning, uh, Trump said that uh, he had won, and then eventually later he said that he would be going to the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, anyone can go watch that. I think he clarified himself. I just played the very end of his speech, and I played it already twice. So I I think that he... he, um, yeah, I mean, I just played it. Anyone can listen to it, so. Right. But that's good you take notes. Thank you so much for all you do. All right. Oh, thank you, Helen. Thank you. Have a good night. Well, that's good. Anyone could go watch these things. These are all public. Unless you're watching on NBC, by the way. So the president did a speech at about 7-ish tonight, Central Time. NBC cut out of it. 
<laughs> so they had uh, what's his face the um, Brian Williams was it or no was Lester Holt I can't remember maybe it was Lester Holt came in and started to they cut away from his his uh, speech today given an update on the election and uh, the RNC at least his side of the election and what they're doing next which is kind of uh, sad if you think about it couldn't even play the full comments let's go to Jeff welcome to Overnight America uh, good good evening it's been an, it's been an interesting week. Oh boy! Yes, it is. Yeah, um, I think that whoever eventually wins, whether it's Trump or Biden, there needs to be a new uh, standard for the presidential voting. One federalized standard where the states cannot make up their own stuff. I think that's one problem that's going on here. Mm. Each state can have their own rules on presidential voting. That's going to be hard to do because you have the individual ballots that always have local and state issues on them. So when it comes to the presidential side, I don't know how you separate the two. Um, One year could be the presidential election, and then the other year could be the Senate and all that other stuff. Oh, I don't know how mathematically you'd make that work. I guess there's some way to finagle it, but maybe only. uh, But then again, uh, you look at what's written in the specific time frame of when this election goes on. And it's just always going to line up some ways where other things are going on other than the president's race. You know, like this separate, but like I said, I think that's where one of these, these problems keep coming in. These, these states can set their own rules about voting for president. Yeah. I think and that's the, part of the problem. Yeah. Uh, and you're right, Jeff. So hopefully over the weekend, I have no idea what's going to happen. Honestly, I just don't know. I think it's a, and I told a lot of my friends, I also told a lot of my conservative friends online they shouldn't be celebrating too early. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Thank you, Jeff. Have a good night. Good night. Good weekend. When you, I'm just going to bring this out again. When you go from 2016, let's say there was about 30 million absentee ballots or mail-in ballots that were put in, and then you have 100 million in 2020. When we've noticed that it's not always the easiest thing to do is to make sure that all of the laws and regulations were handled properly in the way that those were brought in. And if there is some question to it, I think that's what you're going to see. I think when you actually go into a polling place and you're actually confronted by a poll worker and you have people there overseeing things and you have um, all kinds of people around you, there's accountability that things have to be done in a certain way. When you have mail-in ballots, is that being done with the same amount of scrutiny? Or is it possible that there's things done behind the curtain and then there's even the appearance of problems? So I think that's the argument Donald Trump is going to have to make. And if he has proof of these things and it does trigger an audit, let's just look at what the standard was. Let's say in New York City when they did this just a couple of months ago, it took them, what, a month and a half in order to get their mail-in ballots validated properly. In the end, 21% of them came back invalid. It was a long, drawn-out process. So you have Pennsylvania and you have Georgia and Michigan and some of these other places that are highly contested where the mail-in ballots play a big part of who's going to win and who's going to lose. Are you going to make sure that um, – are you, are you going to say that they had all of these things in line and New York City had nothing in line? But then again, if you look at the process, are we going to see what those numbers are? How many of these ballots were invalidated? And if the number is zero, are you going to – Look at that and say, well, statistically speaking, that's not possible. If the number is less than 1%, are you, what's the be before you look at it and say, no, 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 maybe this needs to be looked at? I think Donald Trump isn't wasting time. He's just preemptively going in and saying something needs to be done with the, the validation process. If he's questioning it, bring the proof ahead, put it through the court, see how it's done. Keep in mind, he's been consistent. 
He said he wants it done in a legal fashion. He wants to make sure that legal ballots are counted, period. No question about that. Uh, Tom is calling in. Welcome to Overnight America. Is that me? Yes. I have turned um, yeah. I don't know if I can hear you. Can you oh, hear me? I'm sorry. Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead, Tom. Okay. Yeah, I was just, uh, I've been listening. I've, I'm actually door dashing because uh, I kind of lost my job because of the COVID. I think the COVID is the whole root of what's going on right now. Because if that hadn't come along, Trump would have won this thing in a landslide. But he had to deal with COVID, and I don't, I don't, I don't think he did a, a very good job with the COVID. But that's just my opinion. But I did want to comment on that nice lady who called a little while ago and called all Democrats, Democrats nihilists. That's a really hard word to say, by the way. And you kind of, I don't know if you agreed with her or not, but I think it would be good to find out what that word means, rather than uh, how how you spell it. Yeah, she it's brought kind the of people, dictionary out. But she didn't read it. It's kind of like it, it means that Democrats don't don't really believe in anything, or they're. It's kind of a depressing thing to call. Uh, let me you know, I'll read the specific. The okay, so here is the from dictionary.com. I'm going to read it word for word. A person who believes that life is meaningless and rejects all religious and moral principles. <laughs> that's well, that's kind of harsh, again. isn't it? To call half of our country a bunch of you know people like that. That's kind of mean. It, it's it's very harsh. It's as harsh as calling half the country racist for voting for Donald Trump. It's just as harsh. Well, I you know what I will say this, and I, I went to bed the other night thinking that Trump won, and I was depressed because I don't like him. But then the next night, it looked like Biden might win, and I went to bed depressed again, and I, and I couldn't figure out why. And I think it's because I can't figure out why so many people voted for Trump. I understand why his base does. They love him. They're going to vote for him. But there are a lot of people that I, I don't get it. But anyway, the other thing I wanted to say is when she accused Joe Biden of having dementia, or dementia, as she pronounced it, mm -hmm. Is she a doctor? Are you a doctor? I haven't had a, heard any doctor say that Biden has dementia. I know he stutters a little bit. He had a major stuttering issue as a kid, and I think that mm -hmm. sometimes is misinterpreted as dementia yeah. when it's just his, he has a little struggle speaking, and I would too if I was speaking to an entire country and I had a slight stuttering issue. No, I, I really do think um, he definitely shows signs. I've had doctors on the program, too, that talked about what some patients do when they start to get dementia. And one of the things they said is that they they, they talk in like the generalizations because they're trying to hide that they've lost their train of thought. Um, I don't know if he's been examined. No one said that he's been examined and cleared of it. So I, I don't know. Maybe right, the White House doctor, if that's the case. It's a conservative radio show, so you're going to get doctors who kind of support that that slant, which is fine. I listen to Rush Limbaugh sometimes. I try to keep an open mind. But I also wanted to comment that, you know, although Trump was speaking at 2.30 in the morning Eastern time, and he did say those comments, which could be, mis could be construed exactly the way you said, he was speaking to 250 people, but he also knew that he was speaking to the world. He, he wasn't, it wasn't like we had hidden cameras in there. When this guy goes out and speaks, the world is listening. So he's fully no, aware of that. When he, when he said, in my opinion, we already won. It's that some people are going to hear what they want to hear. Now, what I heard was I the guy looked like he, he'd been working 25, 24 hours a day. He's tired, and he wants to be president. Good for him. He, he's mm. been saying weird things for four years, and he's still our president. So whoever wins, <laughs> I, I hope they can get both. We need to get both sides together to to get rid of this COVID thing before we can move forward as a nation. Uh, 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Tom, thank you very much for your call and uh, your very sensible, for- pragmatic way that you're approaching this. This is very good. I, I do believe that the signs are there for Joe Biden in dementia. I think if anyone has lived through a family member getting dementia, same signs. It's a lot of times, and this is the doctors we've had on to talk about this. When you lose your train of thought, you start to talk in generalization. So what happens is you use that as a way to try to hide the fact that you lose your train of thought. And Joe Biden does it all the time. Uh, you can look at individual moments and just like what, two days ago, he introduced Bo Biden into a crowd, his son that passed away a few years ago, and he loses train of thought all the time. It's not just a stutter. He mentioned um, President George and then he stopped himself and then lost train of thought. You know, life and what what's the other things? He's, he's there's a bunch of different moments where he's lost train of thought. And you can say, well, I get that, you know tired, under pressure, things like that happen. But when it happens, like every time you speak, uh, and then I don't even think it's just people that would vote for Donald Trump that are bringing this up as an issue. Uh, a lot of people have seen this and said it's an it's a valid concern, even those that won't vote for Donald Trump. I, it, it is a concern. I I think more people than not understand that there's something going on there. 314-436-7900. This is Overnight America KMOX. This is Overnight America, sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com on KMOX. This is that we're having these discussions, and feel free to call in anytime at 314-436-7900 or 800-925-1120. This is what the show is all about. We get to talk about these things. And let's go to Jerry, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. How you doing, Ryan? Doing good. Uh, anyway, uh, what I wanted to talk to you about is, one, what a zoo okay, this whole thing's been. Um, uh, it's amazing how split down the middle, like within a few tenths of a point of our what our nation is, uh, which is amazes to me. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is... Um, I think the media has a lot to do with putting their little slant on things um, rather than, you know, people making up their own minds. I think they get a lot of their permanent ideas from what they're hearing either in radio, television, um, social media. Mm-hmm. Um, case in point, and, you know, I have a whole lot of respect for Amy Mark's scores. Well, holy cow! That woman is opinionating. With the, <laughs> oh, this is this is a disgrace, and this part, you know, he should have done that. And this now the other the other people are more in the middle of the road. But she needs to tone it down. Oh, I didn't hear. So this is on Charlie's show from earlier. She yeah, yeah. I mean, she's I, just like oh, you know, like a very authoritative. Uh, likes to express her obvious uh, democratic. Beliefs. Okay, which okay. okay, I guess. But anyway, right. um, but um, it just amazes me how split down the middle this thing is. Oh, yeah. Um, well, vote-wise, we're, we're so close. Look how, I mean, narrow, narrow, narrow margins in all the tested states. What caused Pretty amazing. You know, you, you know that, that's my thing. I mean, how do you get statistically split within a few, you know, uh, percentage, less than a tenth of a point, of of votes, how did and this happened in 2016 as well? Um, it just amazes me how divided 
this country is, you know. Uh, yeah. Well, I, uh, I I hear your points. Jerry, thank you for calling in. And if you want to talk about just the, the split that we have between a lot of these different uh, states by state, uh, person by person, whatever it is, I think that you have been trained to demonize Republicans. If, if you're someone that is left-leaning, the whole idea is you have to try to go out there and look at someone that would vote for Donald Trump as less than human. I think that's what they tried to train you if you're far, far left. I mean, far left. You know, if, if you vote for Trump, you're a racist, you're a bigot, you're xenophobic, you're blah, 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 blah. And for four years, they've trained you, trained you, trained you, trained you, and it's just created so much hatred um, so far that when you looked at the polls leading into coming into this election, they said, oh, Joe Biden's got it in the bag. You know, CNN had a 12 point lead for Joe Biden going into this and we're coming down the wire. You know, if, let's say Joe Biden wins. It's going to be by a couple of points. It ain't going to be by 12 points. That's a for a certain thing. So I think a lot of times when you have some of these different le- very left leaning groups like, you know, CNN and MSNBC and them or whatever it is that just totally dismiss everyone and then try to make you look less than human for voting for a particular candidate. They demonize you. They, they try to make you into this monster. And then they come back and they're surprised. What do you think that does? It, it, what it does is it turns things around for those viewers that bought into that, that hatred, that vitriol for the uh, their, their neighbor. And they want to go out there and they only see the repercussions of fighting or burning or whatever, like they are still in Portland. You know, there's some areas that we're bracing for because they knew this is the way it was going to go. It's a sad deal. And keep in mind, I feel like most people that listen to the show aren't like that. I hope that's the case. But you see that the the, the people that watch the, the news networks that are constantly hearing, oh, the president's racist, the president's racist, and you're a racist for voting for him over and over and over and over again. What do you think that brings? What do you think that brings to the table? And how do you think that changes the mindset of people if the, that propaganda is so deep and embedded into the message that they're putting out there and calling it news? Let's go to Nancy, who's holding on. Welcome to Overnight America. Hello. Hi. Go ahead, Nancy. Uh, yes. You just talked about the company being 50-50%. Well, maybe that's because you just mentioned the uh, CNN, and but yet yeah, you're the radio station puts on Rush Limbaugh every day. So you've mm-hmm. got both sides dividing the country, and maybe that's why it's 50-50 and so close. Now, my other, you may have talked about this tonight, and I don't know, but, you know, if Trump says that the fact that uh, a lot of these uh, votes are uh, illegitimate, well, he must remember that uh, that makes any of the Senate races on those ballots, people voted for the Republican, or any of the Congress, if uh, uh, House representatives, any of those people that were Republican, that makes that illegitimate too. So what I say is the fact that uh, I'll let Trump be president if those uh, votes go for uh uh, Democrats, and they can take over the Senate. But uh, you cannot say that, uh, you know, if it's a legitimate by a ballot, not good, that means that uh, uh, it brings into question the Republican senators and the Republican uh, House representatives that people have voted for. 
Okay, Nancy, thank you for your call. And that's an interesting point. I never really thought about all of the different invalidated ballots that could go when it comes to everything else that's on that ballot, not just the presidential race. So let me just say this. When Rush Limbaugh or most of the people that are offering commentary go onto the airwaves, they're offering commentary. I'm just going to say this. When CNN goes on the airwaves and calls Donald Trump and his voters racist, they're calling it news. So I think it's a big difference. Look at what you also see on the, the major networks at night. Hopefully they are much more down the middle, but the things they decide to cover and the things they don't decide to cover, let's say they cover every time there's a story that uh, makes Donald Trump look bad, which is 95% of the stories they decide to cover, they always try to make sure only the bad things get out there for him, and they leave this impression that he is, oh, this terrible uh, devil of a human being that's uh, comparable to Hitler, you know. This is what they try to give this sort of impression. So the way that they manipulate this and call it new, is what's, I think, pretty dangerous. Opinion, you can say, maybe fueling it even more. I, you can do that. But keep in mind, there is a difference between the two, opinion and news. The other thing that you mentioned about the, the ballots themselves, invalidating the ballots, you're right, it would have that effect. However, if you were to just look at the ones that went into the ballot box, the ones that actually went into a polling place and cast their ballot for a particular individual, those I don't think anyone are contesting those. No one's contesting the ones that had the verification process done and rightfully so done the, the, the right way. I think what you're looking at is the influx of mailed in ballots. Were those done properly? Was all all the laws taken into consideration? Um, and then you're going to see the challenges. This may sound like a hanging chat situation, but you're going to see the challenges like, well, there's no postmark on this one. Can you count it? Because there's no way to confirm it came in at a certain time. Those are the things you're going to see challenged. And there could be other repercussions, but probably not bad things for rep, uh, Republicans. All right, we'll be right back. It's Overnight America, KMOX. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.